are not Japanese. You are not a Tanaka. And with that, welcome to season two of the Movie Food Podcast. Another oh, podcast. wow. We're back already? We got Carlo. We got myself, Steve. And we have a special guest. Are, are, are we ready to announce the special guest on this episode? Sure. Okay. Uh, this person uh, needs a great introduction because they are de- near and dear to both of our hearts. It is the host of the Wordle in Five podcast, the co-host of the Filipino Time podcast, and the sweetie boy, dear, dear friend of our own Carlo. It is JR. What's up, JR? Dude, thanks for having me tonight. Hey. This is an honor. I've been hearing you guys upstairs doing this for months <laughs> on end. And I'm like, what the hell are these guys talking about? So I'm glad I'm here. Yeah, you hear I'm finally talking. back. You hear Carlo talking. Talking and talking <laughs> and just like... I don't even know if you get a word in sometimes, Steve. <laughs> Carlo, hey, that's the that's the power. You just let him go. He's getting, they do. He gets out the, this is what I learned from listening to season one of Movie Food. Mm. Art Carlo is a good talker. He is. Uh, he 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 sure is. I mean, he'll go up stairs and he'll come down at like ten thirty, like four hours later. Like, dude, <laughs> you did. Did you eat dinner? Like, just crazy long, just fucking crazy long. But he's a great talker. Yeah, he, it's he, he's he can put the sentences together. Yes, put the thoughts together. I, on the other hand, I'm learning to talk still. I, yeah, I, a lot of are you? How are you doing with the spelling? Camera. You did good with the spelling. spelling is, I almost got all the letters. Okay, I'm really good. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, you know, just but. Carlo is a great talker, and I have to I, like I know I have to edit out a lot of my little stammers. You know, mm. I say and like a lot, so I'm working on that. Listener, oh, season wow. two, yeah. some inside baseball going on right here. Yeah. <laughs> so what is this? What is this podcast about? What am I doing here? Yeah, that's a good question, Carlo. Why are we here? Uh, I guess because we all like to watch movies and we want to talk about them after we see them. That's right. Mm. Yeah, and um, th- th- this is sort of a special up. We're all in the, we're all in the same room. <sighs> yeah, it's our first live in-person episode. That's crazy. Uh, you can see Carlo, Carlo can see Steve. Uh-huh. I can yeah. I can I actually can't really see Carlo cuz there's a plant in between <laughs> us and a lighthouse. <laughs> yes. There's a straight up lighthouse in between. Lego us. lighthouse. Yeah. yeah. Lego plants too. That's so true. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this is I just crazy. Re- yeah, and I, I just remember, JR, you mentioning one of the reasons why you don't listen to the podcast mm-hmm. is because you you said you get the podcast every day with me anyway. So yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, because like my life now, ever since I've lived with Carlo, is just like we just talk. I think we mostly talk about it used to be our dating lives, but like <laughs> uh, sports, movies, shows. And then, I don't know. That's like what we talk about all the time. And yeah. he's my podcast all day long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have an ongoing podcast, especially with the, our car rides, you know, doing errands or yeah. like taking a small road trip yeah. somewhere. Yeah, a lot of that. Like, he'll feed me his latest news from Twitter. I'll tell him something <laughs> like, did you hear this? Did you hear that? <laughs> so, yeah, oh, it's a great yeah. news outlet. Well, because yeah. Carlo and I, like, he was, like, my COVID, like, partner in crime, yeah. you know? We were, like, 
we were surviving. Bubble Bros. Bubble Bros. We went through like 20, all the 2020 fantastic oh, main yeah. events of 2020. It was just great. <laughs> yeah. So movies. Yeah. But we love to talk movies. Oh, That's why we're here, movies. right? Yeah. We love these movies. And um, we saw a good one <sighs> just before we pop these microphones on and we're going to get deep into it. Oh, yeah. Great yeah. pick, Carlo. Um, great pick. Um, yeah, we saw a good one. And the thing with this movie, before we really get into it, um, I just want to say, so we're starting the new year. It's brand new year for movies. I'm excited. Like, there's so many big things coming out this year. But we, for this episode, we're actually going backwards. Uh, we're going and looking back on a movie that came out in 2022. And, um, yeah, I'm still, like, part of my, um, like, motivation for um, watching this is basically, or re-watching it, was trying to see if it, it belongs in my um, year-end list of favorites. So, um, I can't wait to find out. <laughs> well, we're going to tease it further because, uh, you know, I don't want to give anything away. Uh, I feel like I've, I've come up with a pretty surprising list this year um uh but i still have some movies to catch up on uh so we won't be having that that favorites list uh episode until i think march yeah 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 we're so, gonna save it yeah, for a couple months I, yeah i have my i have my top 10 of 2022 and i'm anxious to see how it compares and also how it's gonna yeah. shift in these next couple months so, so yours is locked in steve it's it's no it's uh it's unlocked but I but okay. but I, 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 <laughs> oh I've I've written down eleven that are are notable and and as I see more I might you know they might, okay. they might move around okay. and jostle nice. okay nine, all right nine, it's fluid still nine could go yeah. to two it's kind of yeah, it's yeah. Kinda, I'm, I'm the same way like you know it could be like just on the day of when we start recording your feelings like, might change yeah yeah exactly like I mean I, I'll even say this now as a kind of teaser to lead in like even my number one spot (laughs) on my list is not concrete like i'm not set in my number one so (laughs) close game huh yeah well um i mean jr we should ask you so um you know you've watched a lot of movies in the past year so uh can Mm -hmm. you give us some of your favorites or do you have like a definitive number one no i'm so bad at number one number (laughs) one i'm fickle like that yeah yeah i can see that for sure um, I think the first thing that comes to mind for sure is Triple R. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably wrong. What is it, Carlo? Rise, Revolt, Rage? Revolution? Rise. Uh, rise. Rise. Yeah, you got two of them, Rise, right? Revolt. <laughs> Rumble, uh, baby. Recycle. recycle. <laughs> Reuse. Reuse, recycle. yeah. But Triple R was just just an experience dude like we, mm. i think uh, we, we watched it at a, at a dolby theater and you know carlo was just basically feeding me the info of like what to expect kinda and he was telling me like yeah like the the, the, the people behind the movie want to make sure you watch this movie super loud yeah. i was like why what's the point why be super loud <laughs> but it has to be super loud dude but yeah no, that one stuck with me uh, did you see the it drum, steve yeah, yeah. And I and I watched it again at home. Like it was just, mm-hmm. it's just such a fun movie. And like it sucks because any like any like Bollywood movie I see after that, I have to, <laughs> have to compare it to Triple R. What's your favorite part? Honestly, for it, me, it's a scene of sequences. Or it's a movie of sequences. Um, I think the one that 
that really like blew me away was the party dance scene. Natu, that was natu? that was my favorite scene. Yeah. No, yeah, Natu Natu. Oh, yeah, for sure. Which uh, they they've been campaigning recently to get nominated for best original uh, song in the Oscars. Yeah, that- Man, if that wins and then they even get the guys to perform it during the Oscars, that would oh, be like the shit. highlight. I love yeah. those guys. Oh, but by the way, it's Rise, Roar, Revolt. Roar. <laughs> roar. He roars, he roars so much, tiger. dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That energetic da- <laughs> dancing, how they just like, yeah. yeah. So they they kind of like flick their whole body while smiling. Yeah. And I was telling you, Steve, like off record, like, you know, how you can tell that they're good dancers because their heads don't move. Yeah. And they're oh, able to move shit. their body like that, yeah. you know, and keep the their heads level. Yeah, they like, gotta perform at the Oscars. Yeah, like that's gotta be a, a part of it. That would be amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. you know, it's such a boring show that <laughs> would inject so much life into the Oscars. <sighs> Triple R. Yeah, and there you go. I guess like okay, some quick ones too is uh, Triangle of Sadness was dope. Um, recency bias i had a really good time with avatar too baby <laughs> i was going in there like hell yeah i'm in i was high expectations and i left just like yeah that was awesome dude is it a big adventure it's hell yeah man it's such a crazy <laughs> you go from the mountains to the water that's the way of the water steve it's called the way of the water actually no it's called the way of water oh oh the no the there's no water the in front of the it's nah. water it's like mm-hmm. it's like from, from from the Bay Area. It's not the water. It's- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Bay. It's a Bay Area it's movie. Bay it's Bay about Bay Area. It's based in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, um, way, way, way of Bay. Way of Bay. Yeah. <laughs> the. Um, yeah, but you know me, Carlo. I'm like notorious for like my short term memory. Like I'm like, what is that? Who's the actor's yeah. name? What's that movie I watched with you? Like I'm notorious <laughs> for that. So. That's all I can think yeah. about right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good pick. I mean, you know, uh, I I definitely raved about this movie on the podcast before. <laughs> and, you know, I've sung its praises several times. And I'm glad, you know, it's just really had this appeal. Uh, I mean, I think it's it's probably the biggest Indian movie ever. You know, <laughs> like, just so many people, you know, um, who see it are just blown away by it. I mean, I just remember, like, seeing the trailer. And I was like, this is incredible. And I'm also familiar with the director's previous work. I'd seen his his movie Icha, or Fly, which is on our stack, by the way, of movies to oh, watch. Uh, yeah, well, I have a Blu-ray of it. Um, yeah, so I... But yeah, that movie does not prepare you for this because the scale, you know, um, just uh, the action, it, it's nothing like uh, yeah what you see in Triple R. It's just, man... Yeah. Yeah, still think about it. Yeah, I've seen it previously. My favorite sequence is that second scene where the one guy has to fight or he has to get into the crowd and find the one guy that's a fight. Yes. That blew me away. That was Oh, yeah. Incredible. And the score uh, that plays like his kind of theme music. I mean, I I, I probably mentioned that before, but yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah, and he's just so good looking, dude. That that, yeah. that guy is just <laughs> stunning. With a, with yeah, a big stash and like it yeah, yeah. Look he looks like yeah. It's just like wow, this guy. I'm glad he exists, dude. Yeah, 
And the other, like, dude, the good guy guy. Well, they're both good guys. But, yeah. you know, the other guy, I didn't, you, you really couldn't tell that he was that buff until he took his shirt off, yeah. right? Yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> we judged him from the way he looked. I judge him. Okay. Okay. He's a nice guy, Steve. Yeah. All right. <laughs> To well, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the that was also the reason why I brought up um uh why the subject of our 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 pod today is the Northman because I I wanted to recommend it to Steve to add to his top ten list, you know, um potentially. Like I had a feeling you might dig this, and I mean there was another movie I recommended to you, which both of you have seen, uh, the Menu. Yeah, so let's you guys want to talk the, about the menu? the menu? Let's talk about the menu, I'll put, dude. I'll put in our quick cuts jingle. Quick cuts. Um, so yeah, the menu. Thank you for suggesting this. Um, so this came out, I think, two months ago. Yeah, yeah it was pretty recent. Yeah, and um, I had, I think I had every intention of watching it. I just missed it. So getting that um, the reminder was key. I really liked the menu. Um, it felt like the better version of Glass Onion. It felt like, <laughs> like the version of a whodunit that w- we were looking for. Um, yeah, also takes place on an island. Bunch of rich people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So what did you guys like about it? Uh, well, because I, I really was interested because I'm a little food snobby myself like i i like watching chef's table i like going to these places if i can like like can you taste the all the fancy stuff <laughs> no steve it's a surprise every time yeah, they okay. hide you know they trick you with the flavor dude <laughs> but i don't know but like i i knew it was about that yeah and but they're like hey let's add in a little killer twist and i was like <laughs> Yeah. We're gonna fucking watch this movie. So yeah, I, I really liked it. I think um, I always say his name wrong, Carlo. It's Rafe Fines. Yes, Rafe. The L is silent. Okay, that one gets me, Steve. Yeah. Rafe Fines. That one's hard for me. So Rafe Fines, I thought was incredible, and also um, Hong Chao. Right? Am I right, Carlo? Yes. On that one. She was. Mm-hmm. That was actually my first time. I mean, I probably seen her in something, but not noticed her. But like that was my first time really going. Dude, yeah. who the fuck is this? Asian chick. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, she's, I'm she's scared, scared of her. Scared. Yeah, I'm yeah. really intimidated right yeah. now. I don't feel comfortable on, at the menu. <laughs> um, but She pulls the chair out in front of you. you, you sit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah she'll, she'll put her hand on your shoulder to let you know. <laughs> right, right. And any yeah. any girl with that haircut too is like, you gotta be careful, right? Yeah. You know, like the straight <laughs> bangs, right? Just like pure, like half yeah. half dome thing with the things on the yeah. side. You gotta yeah. be careful with those kind of hairstyles. She look like half dome. <laughs> she look like half yeah. dome. Is that the one you sent me? <laughs> so um, yes. that, and then the way the way like it was like the movie went on with the with the first course the second course and the third course yeah the title cards were right so it's like that whole like they're keeping it like this classy like tv fancy show but at the same time it's like dude like the slow burn of that movie is the shit i yeah. love that slow burn well it's like it's not a who done it no it's a why it's a why do it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why, why why done do it yeah, why like, like, <laughs> why you done do that 
why don't do that? <laughs> why, why, why Ray Fine doing that? The whole point of the movie, you're just like, okay, why, why, why do that? Why do that? Why, 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 why is she like that? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then there's the reveal that that on, is Anya. Anya Taylor Joy, yeah, yes. Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, there's, there's a connection. Then there's a little onion peeling of like, oh, who, who that? <laughs> <laughs> so not just who done, do, why you done do that, but who that? Who, who she that? Who yeah. she that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I love the tight. That that was my favorite part of the movie too. Were the the titles with the description of each dish. And obviously, you know, if you want to get into specifics about each dish, it's oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is something I don't get. Like maybe Jr. You can explain maybe, this to us. Maybe. Like what the appeal? What what is the appeal of like deconstructed cuisine? Like you know? Oh, okay. Bread plate without the bread. Yeah, <laughs> what, what, that I hate. I, I actually don't. That I have yeah. that doesn't appeal to me. It's just so. Like it's like these. There are like restaurants out there where like they'll fuck, they'll blow a bubble in front of you, and it's an edible bubble, and like you fucking <laughs> eat it. It's so weird. It's yeah. like just weird. So yeah, that like is a really an extreme example of like what they do, and it's totally making fun of shit that they will actually do. So I'm to sorry. answer your question, it <laughs> if you have any kind of like sense, it, it shouldn't appeal to you. It's gross. It's stupid. It's yeah. really dumb. It's like dumb. It's absolutely stupid. Um, but for people like um, the main character, I forgot the name of his character. Oh, who's the actor? Um, Nicholas, uh, Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. For yeah. for dudes like that, and those dudes exist, that's the shit that really gets to them. Like, oh, what a fucking genius. I can't believe he served us bread without <laughs> bread. Like, it's like they're the kind of doofuses that would really like get into that shit. But for me, it, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, it's like just treating it. Like people, how fawn over modern art, you know, in a way. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it's just, uh, but yeah, it, the, it, it has a practical purpose. You're supposed to eat it, you know. And like when I see stuff like that, like even in another movie we had seen, like I guess now it's two years ago, um, uh, Pig, you know, which wow, also that two there's years. that, yeah, yeah, there's that famous scene where he, uh, uh he goes to that restaurant. And kind of embarrasses the the head chef. Uh, have you seen it, Steve? I've not seen Pig. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Okay, well, you should watch okay. it too. That's a great you, one. You, yeah. yeah, but um, he goes to this fine dining restaurant, and they serve him something, and it's one of those things that you can just like gobble up in like one. Kind of thing. Like, like an oyster like, shot, kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of thing. Like it's just yeah. these tiny dishes, and it's like, and I guess yeah, that that's all, going back to the menu. Anya Taylor Joy, her character Margot, like, kind of refuses to participate in all of it. Like yeah. she's like, I I don't want to eat this because it's like I, it doesn't fill me up, you know. And she calls out the absurdity of the bread plate without the bread. And yeah, we should go over like some of the characters who are in it too. So like, um, uh, John Leguizamo plays a a movie star, kind of like pretending like he's big, but he's kind of washed up. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it, it's been said, like, uh, you know, in, like, interviews and stuff that he actually based it off of uh, Steven Seagal. Huh. <laughs> oh, I can see that. <laughs> so he's totally. pretending to be Steven totally. Seagal. But he, he probably dignifies Steven Seagal more <laughs> than yeah. Steven Seagal <laughs> actually does. Um, and then we, we have Margot, who's on a date with Tyler, who's the Nicholas Holt character. 
um uh we have these three douchey like kind <laughs> like of crypto uh, boys yeah like, kind yeah. of like yeah mm-hmm. wall street dudes uh, yeah, uh, I recognize some of them. They've like they've been in other stuff like Rob Yang and uh, Arturo Castro, who I remember from Broad City, playing a very different character. Um, and we got the food critic played by uh, Janet McTeer, and I think she brings her her friend or her is it her handler? Who is the he's guy just that- like her like it not really manager, uh-huh. yeah, like publicist or something yeah. like that. Just kind of like mm-hmm. you know, he like yeah. sucks her tits. <laughs> kind of yeah. dude like yes right. man kind of guy yeah. Yeah. yeah and then yeah we've mentioned that the, the the head chef the kind of celebrity star chef that everybody's there for they're they're more there for him really than the food yeah. you know it's like um uh, tyler even mentions that that it's like you know when he's serving it's like there's a theme um and part of the fun of like each course coming out is trying to figure out what that theme is right um and then Margot and this is like the thing that's kind of common with uh that's why I think your your glass onion comparison is good Steve because um Margot is sort of like Benoit Blanc in the sense that she's the outsider and she wasn't expected to be there like she's not on the list right, that's yeah. so true yeah. yeah and then you know it's taking place on an island you know yeah. um yeah so there there's all these connections I would even make the connection it can be like a trilogy so glass onion the menu and triangle of sadness which you mentioned yeah. jr because it, it also has that it, there is a food aspect to the triangle of sadness and it's all these rich people as well you know is that, is that um, also on an island well uh, um is it both is it a spoiler <laughs> if we no it, we'll see it. just watch it okay. and okay. yeah so yeah. potential, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, it could be a yeah. metaphorical island. I don't know what we're talking about here. Yeah, I I think I brought up um uh the triangle of sadness in a previous episode, and I think what I highlighted for you, Steve, at least like you know what would make it worth watching is the third part of the movie focuses on this Filipina actress who's been in a bunch of Filipino stuff, but she's um, really good. This is her like major debut uh dolly de leon you know and her performance is amazing and she's definitely you know um uh being like promoted to you know uh be nominated for best supporting actress but she's got you know a big competition in hong chow not for this movie the menu but for For the the (laughs) that's my best whale (laughs) whale song everybody first on movie oh, how's that man i should start listening to whale dude, songs to go to sleep dude, man it's uh-huh. good man oh. yeah watch wave water wave not the water just water so you <laughs> so do you guys have anything else to you guys want to highlight oh, about the menu i did have something i was confused by i was wondering if you guys were confused okay. about this so the geography of where the silver door is. I thought the first time we see Anya T- Taylor Joy find a silver door, it was at the restaurant. Like she was going to the bathroom, and there's like a, a door, and Elsa's like, "Hey, don't go in that door." That's right. And then the second time though, she finds that silver door. It's in his Ray room. Finds house, isn't it? Yeah, but I remember they were also get like getting escorted to the restaurant, 
and they pass by a house and they're like, oh yeah, that's the chef's house. Yeah. No one goes there. Right. Right. And so isn't that where she goes? Isn't that where Anya Taylor-Joy goes? And then she sees the, the door. I mean, this could, Steve, maybe you caught a potential like thing, like mess up. I don't know. A goof. A goof. Is that what they call it? It's under IMDb, IMDb goof. It could be a goof, dude. Well, I was confused by this gaff and goof. I, you know what's funny? Mm. I did momentarily think about that after I watched the movie. Yeah. I go, I thought it was a house with somewhere else. Yeah. So maybe. Well, no, to me, it was the door because they, they made such a big deal of the first time you see this door. and They're like, don't go in that door. I kind of <laughs> forgot what's in that door. Yeah, I forgot it too. Like <laughs> I remember the moment, but I don't even remember it being silver. Like that's it's, or it was like a decorative. Oh, door. what's in the door? Okay. I think that's where his like the the chef's private location of like chill zone was. With like, yeah, that's with like the, the newspaper articles of him happy flipping burgers. That's kind of uneventful. It's kind of sad. Yeah, this should be something but, cooler. But, but it, well, like, it gave her the info that. If I can transport him back to when he was just happy again, happy making cheeseburgers, maybe he'll like. Oh, so that the, that makes the memories. More oh yeah, the yeah. the core memories were the in core there. Core memories were mm, in. That's the right. Door. Yeah, it's a, a very Marcel Proust yeah. kind of structure because you know um, how like uh, what is his major work? Uh, Remembrance of things past. Uh, that's how all his memories are triggered when he bi- bites into a cookie. Yeah. So, oh. so yeah, that's been used as like a motif in in different like books and movies. Oh, when when, when the Coast Guard shows up, huh. and you yeah. think that, you think they're gonna be rescued, but then there's Ooh, but yeah. then there's that Asian guys, that Asian waiter standing next to Ray Fines, kind of was like Ray Fines' security. Did you think at all that 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 Asian guy was gonna kick the Coast Guard's ass? No, I don't remember this Asian guy. No, I don't remember him either. <laughs> wow, well, this is good. This Carlo, we're gonna have to yeah. t- take note of this and check out the door. Check out the Asian guy. Yeah, yeah. The movie's uh, streaming now on HBO Max. So, yeah, yeah. That's how I saw it. But good. Lo- we did like the menu. I like the menu. What do you think of of the fight scene between um, Elsa, the Asian? Woman, it was okay. And an it was okay. Yeah, I mean, like you know. It was all right. I don't remember any of the moves. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just remember the the finale. Yeah, the stabbing. But I, I will say this though: the for the movie we're going to talk about, Ooh. some great, very memorable fight scenes. Great stabbing. Really good fight scenes. <laughs> There's some like just visual pleasure. This movie. Yeah. Visual oh, yeah. pleasure. What you guys think of the ending of the menu? So, so, so basically, you know, she gets out of it by doing. The cheeseburger stunt. Yeah. She, she asked for it to go. I liked it. I am a fan of happy endings. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a good, I'm a fan. I'm a happy ending dude. I'm all about it, dude. Yeah. And so that was the happiest yeah. ending you can get, right? Like all the people you hate die. Everyone is so detestable. <laughs> they all die. And then Anya is the only fucking yeah. real person. I and did, she lives. Yeah, I like that shot where she turns, she's on the boat. She turns around and the fire is in her, her eyes. Mm, yeah, it's reflected because she does have those yeah. giant, giant alien, beautiful eyes. <laughs> guys, she's got really big eyes. Yeah, they tell no lies. <laughs> oh man, 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think overall, I, I enjoyed the movie while I was watching it, but I'm not really sure if I want to revisit it. Like, yeah. uh, I, I think one of its fatal flaws is really that's directed by Mark Malloyd, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, Mark Malloyd. And yeah, he's, he's known for directing episodes of the, the really excellent TV show, um, uh, Succession. But I feel like that kind of creeps in to the approach of the movie like it feels like a tv uh like prestige tv thing for me you know limited series the menu yeah right (laughs) i mean yeah i would watch it yeah watch the watch this four four episode event the menu yeah Yeah, i could see that with like white lotus Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then each episode each episode is called you know course one course two course three yeah there you go four's out tomorrow guys (laughs) yeah you're giving the streamers an idea here i mean i know i gotta stop thinking out loud holy shit yeah Yeah. (laughs) i can't wait for the netflix uh, (laughs) like adaptation of the menu since they keep buying up all these right and then fucking like either the names (laughs) ray fines anya taylor joy some the other white dude <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm in for this show, dude. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. I'll subscribe. Yeah, John Leguizamo. <laughs> John Leguizamo. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I'd be down for that show. My favorite title card was was after Tyler made <laughs> made his meal. Like, what was it? It was like, <laughs> oh, it was like Tyler's bullshit lamb or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is like it the worst. Like, <laughs> like inedible leaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah we can i i'm curious what do you guys think Rafe fine said to him like that led him to to kill you himself i think he said <laughs> mean fucking shit i think he said some i think he was like you're a fucking useless human being i don't think you should live that was the worst meal i've ever had in my life and i think you're just a piece of shit piece of dog shit that should kill himself <laughs> in fact why don't you go in the back there's a rope there for you go ahead and do it right now wow that's that's a live recording that that, that we had apparently yeah, yeah. We, replay we the mic. movie with that little um segment <laughs> we just had please do that i mean what do you guys think room. he said dude. i think i think that's exactly like just what he, the, the re- he said mm-hmm. hey tyler do me a favor Go in the back room and fucking kill yourself. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember because he, he was really fucking mean and short when I think one of the guests was like, well, why am I here? And then he's like, did you go to college? Yeah. Did you pay for those loans? No. Then you deserve That's to die. I- yeah. like, <laughs> Yeah. Or even his own uh, like staff, you know, one of uh, That's right. the guy like the sous chef. The, the, this is the first shock. That happens at least. This, yeah, for, this is when it really escalates, know. right? You're like, oh yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is more than just like shitty food, <laughs> dressed up to be fancy. Like the this is an experience we'll never forget. <laughs> Which is yeah, when he talks about his sous chef, who's like hardworking, ambitious, but he says like there's still a limit of how far he can go, you know, and he'll never be me. And that's what leads the chef to like mechanically sous chef to shoot himself in the head. You know, it's like he knew it kind of made sense. Like I have to make the sacrifice for, you know, this is, this will be my contribution to this performance piece, you know? Yeah. (laughs) This evening. Yeah. And it also makes you think like, what, what did the chef do to really 
like hypnotize these people like like yeah like how oh, the clapping yeah yes. how did he mm-hmm. how did he train them did was it drugs like these people are really under a crazy spell and it makes you think like what what's going on yeah i mean it's 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 just gotta, gotta be kind of kind of standard cult techniques where if it's almost similar to like grad school where it's like if you have a if you have an advisor some senior person and you get young people that want to learn from them but all all they're met with is 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 that they're worthless or that you know they gotta try harder and all they want to do is please that person just becomes a cult like you know like you see it a lot so it's like i can yeah that part actually was like i can kind of see where all these people would fall in line especially if he's a celebrity chef yeah, yeah. like if gordon ramsay wanted to yeah. oh he you, have a you know what i'm saying if we can do that oh yeah i mean the thing is like i i've, I've kind of low-key started watching the new season of um uh hell's kitchen nice. and i think in the third episode there's a part where he basically like he has Tony Hawk going up and down like a half pipe and he gets all the chefs to basically wear like the helmet and the padding and they're about to go on the half pipe. And then, you know, <laughs> like ne- none of them have had that experience. Like nobody even wanted to volunteer on one of the teams. Yeah, yeah. But this lady was like, I-, I would do this for you, chef. You oh, know, my God. Break That's my dangerous. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But they did. They ended up not doing it. Like he was like, once they got to the top, he was like, "Come down here. I wouldn't. I wasn't gonna let make you guys do that." You know? Dude, that's uh, but that's yeah, scary. that's fucking kind of scary. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they say jump. You know, you say how high. That's and scary. There is one detail that I remember too from reading like uh, Anthony Bourdain's book, uh, Kitchen Confidential, and and one of the things that he says is that, you know, the food service industry attracts a certain type of person, you know, somebody who, um, you know, probably can't get any other job, you know, but they're willingly like welcomed into the food service industry. You know, there's always like an easy way to, to gain entry. You know, a lot of them aren't formally educated, you know, um, they start off like, um, being dishwashers and then, you know, working their way up, you know, um so yeah anthony bourdain talks about that in his book and just how like how you know a lot of them heavy smokers they stay up late like dating is almost impossible outside of that culture because it's like you know they don't understand your schedule you're always you know working late working uh week nights and weekends yeah you know so um so yeah, that that's the sense that I got. Like you know, these are people who are rejects or fuck ups in other parts of their life. So this culture welcomes them in. So that makes them more willing to like follow because they're you know they feel lucky to be part given of something. that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it, 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 you get this that sense that a lot of kitchen crews are very um, tight knit. You know. Yeah um and you know it's portrayed in in movies and tv shows too like i haven't seen it but people have been raving about the show on fx called the bear no. uh which is i think a, about like a kitchen in chicago and you know about like how that's just you know you're you're in a high pressure situation even yeah like in hell's kitchen you can see that like that forges like uh you know a camaraderie between people or like you're forced to you have to like work together in order to prepare a meal because you know if, if one pe one person is like slacking or faltering then you know the meal's fucked up like nobody's gonna want to eat that you know um 
so so yeah, I feel like it attracts a certain type of person that like Anthony Bourdain said, and these people, you know, are willing to follow their leader, the chef, you know, yeah, into anything. That's definitely that's definitely Sean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, be careful. Beware of Ant- of Anthony Bourdain. No, yeah. that's Anthony Bourdain. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. R.I.P. Anthony. R.I.P. R.I.P. Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. All right, so I guess uh, yeah. Should we segue into um, our main feature? Yeah, our main course. Whoa, yeah, that's exciting, course. baby. <laughs> Dish it to me. And, and, and this is fun because like it's all it's it's super fresh to me. I have not sat and tried to like divulge what did this movie mean to me. Mm. What, what does mm. it mean to my family? This is all gonna be <laughs> off mm-hmm. the dome. But Carlo, I understand you've seen this movie already before. We're talking about the great the Northman. Yes, The Northman, um, directed by Robert Eggers, uh, and it came out almost a year ago in April 2022. Um, I saw it in the theater, and then this was my first time actually coming back to it. But the thing is, like, you know, whenever we do our episodes, Steve, I have like a huge like notepad <laughs> of notes. Uh, but with this one, I didn't prepare anything yeah. beforehand. I wanted to approach it freshly. And, you know, I, I felt like it served a couple of purposes. One, because, you know, we're going to be hanging out with you in person. So I thought, yeah, this would be a good movie to watch with you. I uh, wanted to review it for my top 10 if potentially it gets in. And then also, um, I think the the reason why I felt like you might like this is because um, you've, you've talked a lot about how much you like Braveheart. And I feel like it's a kindred spirit to, to Braveheart. Yeah, I absolutely uh, really liked it, and um, it's yeah, it's kind of like a, you know, Braveheart is like the straightforward version of this story, whereas like the the Northman is like, it's almost like mythical. It's like a mythical, dream like version of telling the hero's journey. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, cinematography. I guess is just the first thing that just stands out. Just every little thing is like would be it's just a great still to you know like just pause right. to hang up um yeah just i'm kind of baffled at some of the some of the transitions you know like there was a whole sequence like towards the beginning where i think it went from like a baby being born to like rope to a tree and i, I was like freaking out yeah like am i like what like what's happening yeah i yeah the opening scenes for me that really freaking hooked me in it was so intense i think we all felt like we were in that ritual and like i we're gonna talk about rituals a lot about this movie because i don't know (laughs) why they do so many fucking crazy rituals but yeah i felt like i was part that was ethan hawk right carlo yes i was telling carlo uh, a while ago i was like man i have a hard time with ethan hawk and um (laughs) what's his name um who's the other guy I get him confused with. I'll I'll come back to that later. But um, those scenes really hooked me, dude. I was tripping out. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Mm -hmm. boom, out of nowhere, the jester is Willem Dafoe. Like, just... Right. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what a cool cameo he made. I was like, dude, this movie is awesome. And I like that they don't kind of uh, throw all the info at you. You just kind of, like, you just kind of get what's going on. You know what I mean? I like that kind of movie. Yeah. What do you call that, Carlo, when there's too much... um, the C word. Exposition. X E word, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other C word. Yeah, yeah, the other C word. 
<laughs> sex position. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, it really hooked me in and like it just kept going. And we can talk about the action when we get there, but just the action yeah. was so awesome, man. Um, yeah, so uh, did the plot seem familiar to either of you? Like, did it remind you of anything? Okay, revenge, revenge. Okay. So, father killed. Father killed son. Brother s- takes over. Son go bye-bye. Son come back by. <laughs> what is that? Oh, is that the Lion King? Yes. Exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's his Viking version of the Lion King. <laughs> But I was thinking that, and I mean, you know, what, The Lion King was inspired by Hamlet, too. Yeah. So, and I mean, you know, Hamlet has that um, Scandinavian origin, you know, he's yeah. a Danish prince. So it makes sense, even though it's set much later, you know. That um, is a nice tie-in. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so the Viking Ham- Hamlet or the Viking Lion King. And, you know, there's that animalistic aspect of it, too, you know, like, you know, you guys talk about that opening ritual. I mean, it's actually probably the third or fourth scene, but that's the that's really when the movie gets started for me mm-hmm. is is when they have that hallucinatory ritual. Our main character. Um, oh, this is another funny thing, too. When I first saw it, I didn't remember any of the characters names. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tough. It's tough. Yeah. 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 I was just like, yeah, it's Alexander Skarsgård. It's Ethan Hawke. It's Nicole Kidman. Yeah. <laughs> it's Class Bang. One of my favorite names. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, his, his name is Amleth, which I got this That's time cool. around. <laughs> That's a cool name. Amleth. Yeah, Amleth. And uh, so we start off with him as a kid. And I remember, too, when I first saw it, like, I was just thinking, man, I really hope that they don't spend that much time of him being a kid. Like, yeah. I want him to be yeah. Skarsgård. Yeah. <laughs> right and, away. And not just Skarsgård, but maybe the swollest Skarsgård I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Swole as shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude. He, um, he really dedicated himself to this role. And he has, like, one of the things that really stood out to me with this viewing was that he has this walk or this gait of like kind of Cro-Magnon, like yeah. prehistoric man. He's always like hunched over. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, he yeah he's because he's 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 blurring the line between animal and man. Basically, that's what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it, it's, yeah. It he felt was like a he, hunter. Yeah, he was trying yeah. to make himself smaller, even though he was so big. And yeah. he can swim. That dude can swim yeah. oh, a yeah. distance. Totally. You, yeah, people he, don't think about how Vikings can swim. Fucking great right. swimmers. They don't way think of water. About that enough. Yeah. It goes all goes back to the way of water. The Minnesota Vikings were right next to the lakes, so it all makes sense. Oh my oh, god. That's why well, there's so many lakes there. Jesus. We're learning. We're learning. So yeah, one of the crazy things we're talking about Skarsgard, Alexander Skarsgard, of course, you know, very famous family, yeah. you know, born of uh the Stellan Skarsgard yeah. clan. I feel like and, we, I feel like we covered him when we did the, the Godzilla versus Kong. Oh, I think wow. that, I think that was the last time we saw Skarsgård, and I for, I and he was a skin, that. and that was a skinny in a in like a bubble vest Skarsgård. Well, this is a, the funniest thing with him. Like I just remembered. Well, no, I realized like retroactively the first time I ever saw him in a movie. Do you guys remember when you first okay. saw him? No, he he's one of those actors where it's like he's really good looking, generic to me. So <laughs> was, was, was I, he, I don't remember. Was he in like a? Like the Watchmen or like a action movie kind of thing first? Um, no. Well, okay. This was my false memory that I thought the first time I ever saw him was in Generation Kill. Yeah. The, yeah. The HBO miniseries. I totally saw Generation Kill. Yeah. So he was like the main okay. dude in that, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, I thought that was the first time I ever saw him. 
But then I realized, like, I was just, you know, I, I, I tend to, like, just rewatch certain funny scenes uh-huh. from movies. <laughs> and one of my favorite scenes from Zoolander is the orange mocha frappuccino oh, scene. Oh, he's one of the <laughs> well, guys in the Jeep. He is. He, he's Earth to Brent. Earth to Brent. I, I knew that, you know. Yeah. Oh <laughs> you think God. Hansel has never heard of uh, hair gel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's him. His, he's uh, super his, thin. His character in Zoolander is Mikus. Mikus, yeah. Earth to Mikus. Yeah. <laughs> Earth to Mikus. Yeah. And he's, yeah, you watch that scene again. He's unrecognizable because he's just so like funny. this thin rail yeah. dude, like just yeah. super long neck. Like, you know, oh hilarious. And then, you know, he, be- he becomes this muscle man, you know, just like impressive. Yeah. It looks like 0% body fat, like. You can see like the sinews of his yeah. muscles. Yeah, like yeah. in this movie when he's growling like, mm. a wolf, yeah, like, dude, you don't believe it. You're like, yeah. I was fucking scared of his fucking growls. He's yeah. got the spit game going, yeah. just oh, like yeah. just the nastiness, man. Yeah, totally committed. And I mean, he was know, great. This, this isn't the type of performance I think, uh, especially because it also came out so early in the year. And you know, it's like when you release a movie that's in close proximity to the Oscars, specifically like after they d- tend to not recognize those. Cause it's like, they still hung over from, from the previous year. So I don't think it's going to get much, uh, awards recognition, but, and he doesn't say much. It's, it's really a physical presence. Yeah. Uh, type of performance, you know? Yeah. Kind of like uh, Leo's performance in the Revenant. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's like that raw, animalistic uh yeah aspect of it in, in leo's performance too so um but yeah it, i it's it's a great performance like it really is because you know he he knows how to carry himself like orient himself in space you know there's a lot of um scenes in the movie where he he just comes out of you know the side of the frame as like this kind of specter you know this Force, murderous yeah. specter um yeah and you, you feel it like i mean that that yeah we can talk about the opening kind of raid when we first see him and he's like rowing and he's part of like this viking crew now like just ruthless crew dude yeah, yeah. you know they they, they 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 killed the kid and his father on that boat they were fishing yeah, oh. yeah just, as, just for shigs yeah, just yeah. for shigs. Yeah, <laughs> just for shigs. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so they, they raid this village that, um, you know, is basically like um, one of those olden villages that has like um, those wooden trees like trimmed down as like their fence. And yeah, it's incredible because after the, the initial part of the raid, there's a cut where he jumps from the wall onto somebody uh who's like riding through on a horse that's right yeah yeah and then it's all this one long take and it's a repeated shot in the movie where you have it moving from left to right like this continuous tracking and it's amazing yeah yeah i remember recognizing that one take i was like i fucking love one take action scenes man it's so memorable to me and like that's when I was like, this movie's tight. Yeah. When I was seeing him kill those people, I was like, <laughs> okay, this is what I'm here for, dude. Yeah. But but then he wasn't partaking in any of the like the, the raping, the, the, raping pillaging. the pillaging. And 
No, I thought they did a good job of communicating that information. It was clear, okay, these guys are are going to be raping these girls. Yeah. yeah. But they but it wasn't gratuitous. They didn't Game of Thrones mm. it. There wasn't even there wasn't really that much nudity in there. Not yeah, maybe no. not at all. Yeah. So I like that delivery where they didn't really show too much, but you could still feel like, dude, this place sucks ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the whole time I was watching, I was like, I'm we're so lucky we're born in when we were <laughs> oh born God. and where we right. were born. Like, I yeah, all the time, <laughs> dude, anyone can be a slave during this time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it really was the strongest, like, dominate. Yeah. It wasn't know, about color like, yeah. or anything. It was just like, I'm stronger than you. So <laughs> that's it for you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And just on any day, they might yeah. randomly choose you just to cut your throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, sorry. Yeah. You're just so weak. <laughs> what can I do? Yeah, yeah. that's why when they were <laughs> when they were partying, I was like, is that a slave party? Because I feel like that was like too much. They were having too much fun. That, that did look fun. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that is my one nitpick of the movie, which will, once we get closer to that yeah. part, I'll... Uh, I'll, I'll okay. bring it up because okay. um, I, I think it, it's the only thing where my suspension of disbelief was kind of raised. But um, but yeah, in a weird way, I guess I, I all I could think of like in my initial viewing and then this reviewing with all these bad things that they were doing, like I just kept on thinking like, yeah, this is why like so many Scandinavian people are beautiful and tall <laughs> is because oh, they, they, they picked the best. Yeah, they literally got rid of... <laughs> Yeah. The worst. Yeah. Oh my god. The, yeah. All, yeah. All the, the strongest. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. That actually honestly makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Now that's a movie food scientific fact. <laughs> Put in a sound <laughs> for that, that Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Science. Yeah. I mean, even on in on in the east, like uh, with Genghis Khan, there was that theory too, and this is why apparently like most Asians are short. Is it's a Genghis Khan theory that basically Genghis Khan killed everybody who was taller than him? Yeah. So, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude. So the Yao Ming's family is a descendant of the survivors of that. They, oh that yeah. Time they, they hid. They fucking yeah. hid, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they a, were hiding in caves. <laughs> they had to go into the sky. <laughs> they went into the sky. Yeah. My god. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So yeah. The, but it's the opposite with the Vikings because they were already like the biggest people. But then they were picking all these beautiful women, and you know they they couldn't have known this, but it is like a biological, like evolutionary biological thing where you know you're picking the best of the species mm-hmm. to mate mm-hmm. with to produce the best uh, uh, sprog oh, yeah. <laughs> offspring. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, but yeah, you guys are right. Like the the whole way that it implies that you know I think is is brilliant. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, because yeah, you 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 definitely said, even like yeah. I guess one of the standout parts of that raid is when they're moving all the women and children into this house, and then they set it on fire. You never see the inside of the house. All you hear are their screams. And the door shaking. And yeah, and then the, there's like a really slow like zoom closing in on that door, and you just know like they're all dead. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> It's such a brutal time. It's such a fucking brutal time, dude. Yeah. And then from so from the raid scene is when things really get going, right? Yeah. That's when he gets the tip. Mm -hmm. He gets the tip about his uncle. Yeah, Fjolnir is that Fjolnir something like that? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Fjolnir. He gets the tip, dude. Mm -hmm. He's like, why is there a slave ship going to Iceland? 
And what's at Iceland? Your your uncle's fucking going over there, dude. I thought he was the king of this place. Yeah, that's over now. Yeah. That's when the movie starts going. You know what's funny? Like that guy, he has no idea <laughs> how much he influenced our life here in the future. <laughs> you know, yeah. by, by setting uh, Almeth, no, Amleth. Yeah, on this path, that journey. We we need to go back and confirm who gave him the tip. Was it a friend or some just random dude? I think it was just a, ra- a random. Yeah, friend one of his his boys in in their uh, their crew. Oh, the crew, the original yeah, Viking crew. They're yeah. raping and pillaging. Crew. Yeah, yeah. He was just like <laughs> taking a break from that and was like, "Dude, guess what I heard." <laughs> And then uh, he immediately jumps in the river and goes to that ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, first he um he disguises himself. <laughs> the disguise That's is right. hilarious. So we, when we first see him, he has like this long, stringy hair. Yeah, kind of like good. 1970s. So almost. that's when the change happened. I didn't yeah, he cuts that. his hair uh, to much shorter crop to make himself look terrible. Like kind of like... um. Yeah. What's that meme with Robert Redford where he has the beard and he's like giving the thumbs up? <laughs> Do you oh, know where yeah. that's from? Oh, I don't know where that's from. I know you're talking <laughs> yeah, about though. Yeah, yeah. So he kind of looks like that. His hairstyle is like that. Yeah. And then importantly, because this is something that, that is kind of a foreshadowing, he brands himself because they brand all the slaves. Yeah. So he grabs the brand and he, he brands mm-hmm. himself on his on the left side of his chest. Yeah. You know, and then he... He recites his uh, his mantra, <laughs> uh, which he remembers as a kid when he first escapes, which is, uh, I will avenge you, father. I will kill you, Filnia, and I will save you, mother. I'm not sure if I, that's the right order. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so he, he gets on the ship pretending to be a slave. And okay, I'll, I'll get into my nitpick now. Okay, yes. so if he's a slave... Like, wouldn't people know? He's just wearing a thin shirt that he's, like, super buff and tall. Yeah. That is, yeah. like... Like, this... his health. <laughs> How is he so fit? Yeah, exactly. Like, they would see him as a threat and kill him right away. Yeah. Right. You know? Well, it's I like... guess, like, that re- that relates to the, the scene that follows pretty shortly after when they check his teeth and stuff. Mm. And I was like, oh, they're going to catch him now. His teeth yeah. are nice, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, like... I was like, wait a minute. He, yeah. It didn't seem like that gave away anything to you guys when he checked his mm. teeth and his muscles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it, it seemed like for whatever reason, the slave buyers were just like, <laughs> like we need we need some muscle on the farm or whatever. Yeah. Like, and then conveniently, they later they're like, yeah, I guess we need some people to fold some clothes and do some laundry. Just <laughs> too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we change our minds. Yeah. But before that happens, we yeah. meet another major character, right? On the boat, on the slave boat, that's when we first meet. Oh, Anya Taylor Joy. Anya Taylor Joy's yeah. character, who I don't know her name. Olga, in the movie. Uh, Olga of the Birch Forest. Oh, <laughs> nice. So, is that so? Okay, so what's what's the significance of that name? Because that that sounds like she uh, is important. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely to be of something. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah. Again, well, I I think uh, what Birch Forest evokes to me is that she's you know enchanted. You know yeah. that's that's what. Yeah, I think she's of. magical as fuck, dude. Yeah, and our birch trees like they're usually white, right? Like they, yes, they really stand very out. And white. She is very like snow white. Like her yeah. skin is she's she's so much paler than everybody else on the cast. She really is. That's one thing. And it's funny. I I don't know. Have you guys ever like played around with like AI gym 
image uh, generators no, like dolly it's the hottest thing right now right <laughs> i'm scared oh, it's uh, yeah. so much fun is it oh my is God. there like is an it, app or something um yeah it's a website you just basically have to sign up you get like 50 credits oh, for free what? Okay. i've already burnt through most of it just playing around with it because yeah. yeah every time you you do it it gives you four results oh wow and you get you guys have probably seen it. it's like oh, what oh yeah if wes anderson directed the shining it's just freaky stuff you know and some of it it's freaky because it's so realistic. Yeah. Like it, it's like passing the touring test yeah. in a way. Where it's, it's really like, it's pissing off a lot of artists. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing: the AI draws from art styles. <laughs> yeah, you know. So, like, if you have something posted, like say on Pinterest or um, what's the other like website where people used to upload like their art, Deviant Art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like those kind of websites. If you have work, the AI is scrobbling that and copying your style. It's wild, dude. Yeah, yeah. So the the uncanniness is amazing. You know, I guess you can call that the uncanny valley. Um, But then there's also this freakish thing where things are off. Like I've been playing around with one, uh, which is one of the the lesser ones. It's cheaper. Um, It's called um, Stable Diffusion, which is an ironic name for it. It's still in beta. And whenever you try to do people, like the eyes are always fucked up. Yeah. Like they, it can't do eyes for some reason. So whenever I, I tried to generate a person, I tried to like make them wear shades yeah. to cover up the fucked up eyes. But the reason why I bring it up is because I feel like the image generator could make Anya Taylor-Joy. Like yeah. that seems like something yeah. that yeah. the AI if, would right. create. Yeah. Is uh, can you create thing? really pretty white girl, alien elf, blonde hair, yeah, Lord blonde. of the Rings, ice girl witch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that you would get Anya Taylor-Joy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, uh-huh. it's kind of like, you know, I'm um, trying to get uh, Childish Gambino on the Wu-Tang name generator. You know, <laughs> it's like that kind of thing. Like you just have to figure out the right terms to put in and then it will produce Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh. And yeah, that's what I I get a sense of. Like she's a dolly <laughs> AI image generated form of beauty. Um, they hit it off. They hit it off though. Oh, her, yeah. her, her, her. They hit it off real quick on that slave boat. I'll tell you that right now. They were cuddling on that that slave boat. Yeah, yeah. he was cold. I mean, he was cold. Yeah, she was <laughs> cuddling him. And like I think there were like three dead people around them after that storm. But you know, whatever. Oh know. yeah, yeah. I mean, that was a bonding experience for oh, them yeah, too. 100%. You know, because he basically saves her from tipping over and falling That's in right. the storm. Grabs her. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I guess they didn't think of having cabins on boats back then. You know, it's like you even see like in the background. I mean, this is what another strength of the movie I like is that there's there's always foreground and background action mm-hmm. going on. So on the boat, when they're in the storm, you see like a tent <laughs> that's been pitched on the deck. And that's where all the oh. uh, the privileged, uh, whatever, yeah. uh, slave sellers no. <laughs> like are, are hanging out while they're getting tossed about wow. out in the storm. <laughs> oh, man, it's the worst place to be, dude. Yeah. Just so bad. <sighs> Have you guys ever been on a boat uh, in a storm? Uh, no, I'm no. not. I think I would get seasick. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty not fun. Can you feel it on cruises? They, I, th- I think that's what I was on when when I yeah I've experienced like you know like pretty large waves. It's like it's just gross. Nothing scary, but it's still it's like it's you're just like get why are we out here? How does this happen? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. I'm suddenly thinking of the the scene in Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, there's there's gonna be some chop. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh man. Okay. So okay. So so okay. So they start bonding. Do, do yeah, they ever consummate? Yeah. I forget. No. Yes. Mm. Wait. Oh, like. No. 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 They don't. No. Um. Because that's a pivotal scene to happen later. Well, first off, because he's he's even though he 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 likes her, he's focused on his his mission. Yeah. You know. He's got he, ninety nine problems and, and yeah. 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 And he calls it his fate. You know, to enact the revenge. So that's his focus, you know. And this is one of the things I, I really love about the movie is how he enacts it, the the revenge. Like, it's a slow burn. It's almost like torture slash trolling. Yeah, he wants <laughs> to fuck with him. Yeah, he really did. He really did. But there were moments where he, where he could have killed him. But what's cool, too, is, you know, that's... I like the whole sword stuff too. Like that sword oh, yeah, okay. didn't let him some mm. like it just but it only when it was thirsty for blood that's when it came out. Mm. But oh, I, I thought because there, yeah. I play a lot of video games and I played Valhalla. It was in a Viking setting and like everything about that movie I felt like I connected to the games. Getting that sword, fighting that ghoul scene that we see. I'm probably jumping forward way too much, mm. but yeah. What, what was the ghoul? He fought a ghoul. It, like it was almost a dream sequence where he fought this ghoul holding that sword. It it was like a a dead giant dead knight statue. Oh right, right. And he has a, an amazing fight scene with this thing that looks like twice as tall as him. So the way they shot that was really cool. But yeah. So do you think that was that was a dream? Or yeah, because I yeah. think it was because he kill he finally kills that zombie demon ghoul. And then the shot pans back to where the ghoul was sitting, and yeah. the ghoul's back again. Yeah, and, and he, he just, just grabs the swords from the ghoul's it. hands. Yeah. So I think it's like a mental, maybe some kind of dream test or something. Uh-huh. And I just like how at the end of the movie you're just like, dude, all those dream sequences. What is it? They never explain it, but it's kind of like it just made sense almost. Yeah, like it's like, oh, this is normal to have this shit this time. Yeah, yeah, <sighs> like um, yeah, the. And there is a lot of talk to, and this is a, a thing I noticed in the second viewing was the, you know, the difference between like, you know, Christian faith and their kind of uh, more belief in myth and um, mystics, you know, like that, that's what they believe in. Cause there's that throwaway line where they say, oh, they believe in a guy who was like nailed to a tree. Like yeah. <laughs> that's, they're dismissing the Christian belief, mm. um, not knowing that, you know, that's gonna be the dominant. <laughs> yep. Um but Jesus. yeah, I, I think there there's this willingness to give yourself to visions mm-hmm. in that. And you know, like uh another memorable sequence because there's there's several of them. Uh one is the one where he encounters Bjork as a mystic. Uh do you guys remember? That was that? Bjork. That was that was Bjork. Bjork? Oh. Yep. With that the was with the three eyes, three like eyes. the three beads yeah. coming down. Oh. Yep. That was That her. was Bjork, huh? Oh. Yeah. Shout out to Bjork. Hey. Yeah, the actual Icelandic uh, person. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did like, you know, if if we take a lot of, uh, you know, of the imagery that they're showing as like being like maybe th- this was true to these people's uh, religious backgrounds. I thought it was cool that like a lot of the people leading the rituals or, or even in the dream sequences – it was both men and women. Like, like you would have an old man. Yeah. Kind of a weird. Yeah. Like weirdo. Yeah. Weirdo shaman guy. 
Yeah, there's always a druid and a witch. Yeah. In in every village, it feels like, and they're like they they can be the soothsayers, they can act as like doctors, the healers, you know. Um, uh, yeah. So they they ha- they have a purpose. They they can be your spiritual guides too, you know. Um, and I think early on, it's revealed that Anya Taylor Joy Olga the Bur- uh, has this power, you know. And she kind of jokes about it initially with um with Amleth, but you you later on kind of realize, oh yeah, she she has it, you know. Um, and, uh, so yeah, he, uh, what was, what was the first thing that Amleth did to enact his revenge? What was yeah. the first? Well, the first thing that Amleth did, are you talking about when he starts to want to fuck with him? Yeah. Is when he finally gets the sword, he cuts up the son's friends. Yes. Oh, right. And, cre- and pre- yeah. creates like no. a horse, like, like, ten- like painting with their body parts. Yeah. <laughs> It was like a horse mosaic. Yeah, mosaic. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. That was like like Jason Voorhees level like body stuff. Yeah. You know, like post post a murder into like an artistic thing. Yeah, and then one thing from that is you start realizing how much like they really make you know that he's an expert with like cutting people apart. Mm. Very like finely. Like, right. like however he wants. He'll take take your heart out. You know, make you hang and like you could create fucking mosaic art. Yeah. He was a fucking expert, dude. He was uh he was a true chef. He was a true chef. <laughs> yes, he was a true I was thinking chef. a surgeon, yeah. He yeah, was, yeah. A modern surgeon. <laughs> that was the first day of fucking with them, right? Yes. I think that was the first day. And mm-hmm. then then uh, um, we should mention too that um okay, just so when he catches up to his uncle, he's now married the uncle is now married to his his mother, to Amla's mother. And uh, they have two sons, and I think the first son is actually not um, uh, Nicole Kidman's son. It's the second son uh-huh. that's her son, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. who we I think we see as a baby when he's yeah. he's still a kid. Yeah. And, um, and so does that first son disrespect Ambleth? Oh some yeah, way? yeah. <laughs> that's another great scene too yeah. because it's like, uh, well, it showcases. Skarsgård's performance, his acting in it, because when they first present him as a slave, he's like, uh, they kind of yank on the chain. Is that what they do? Um, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then so this older son wants to embarrass him, and he's like, obviously like this cowardly kind of weak-willed guy. And then uh, he punches oh, yeah. Skarsgård, and his reaction is just ugh. And it was almost like he was just forcing the <laughs> the. Yeah. The grunt to not embarrass him in yeah. a way, but it still embarrasses him because it shows like how weak the punch was, and it has no oh, effect right. on on Amleth, <laughs> you know. Is. Yeah, so he's just a he's just an annoying bastard, you know. Like I think in in the vein of like Joffrey, yeah, uh, Lannister. Yeah, well, the first scene <laughs> yeah, that we see him, he's Baratheon. getting his ass whooped in training. Remember, he's just, he's on the floor and he just got his ass whooped by two of his trainers. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, so that older son, it's his buddies, you know, that part of his entourage <laughs> that that become turned into this horse uh, mosaic mural with their body parts, like legs yeah. and and arms, like poses the horse's legs, and it, yeah. it, it it's a pretty amazing horse. It's like kind of in mid trot. It's yeah. quite good. It it's quite like good. Horse. There's movement to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can sense it. Um, so, yeah, that's the... F- I, I also love the whole rune, like, title card thing that they, they yeah. did with the movie. 
But the only thing I would just say yeah. like that would have made it even better is if they actually did it in, you know, when he's enacting his revenge, it would be like the first revenge or something like that. Because they only use the runes to identify where you are mm-hmm. in the world. It's like that they're, you know, in the North Atlantic or, you know, um, uh, where they end up in Iceland, you know, or um, uh, the first raid, I think they call it the the Great Rus, I think, mm, which might the be great Rus- Rus- yeah. Russia, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, the the enemies look like Mongols. I almost felt like, <laughs> um, but yeah. So the the rune, if they'd use those rune title cards to say like, first revenge, yeah, or day one, <laughs> something yeah. like that. You know, so you get the sense of this buildup of the, yeah. the the escalating revenge that he's doing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So- what so what what comes what's the second uh prank that <laughs> <laughs> the second prank before she shrooms everybody oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so there's i think there's one before that right when does okay he oh i know i know the prank yeah, he stabs the lip the young child no, no actually no, no. that's later the first prank maybe the second prank was <laughs> when he st- he makes the wolves howl and freaks out his own dog the dog mm. attacks his uncle Oh right, yeah. Yeah, and he has he's forced he, to kill the dog. He's Very forced brutal to kill his own scene. dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All you animal dog lovers out there, like, yeah, you're you're gonna cry. <laughs> yeah, that was scene. that but was that the first prank? I feel like that was the first prank. No, no, that was, was the second? second. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was yeah, the second. That, yeah, the, the first one was definitely the horse the horse friends. sculpture. Because that, that that's when they really start to freak out. Yeah. They're like, because I, I think the witch even says um, the town, the village, which says like, uh, this is not a work of a human, yeah, like that it's otherworldly. I think that's the word she uses. And that, that is actually, I think the next one after either before or after the dog one is he, he kills the witch and, oh no, no, he, he, he wraps up the witch in the guts of the druid. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so they they engage in human sacrifice, and I'm I'm assuming a virgin sacrifice, and they're about to sacrifice one of the the slave women, the younger. That's women. right. I, th- I think she's the one who's like kind of close to uh-huh. Olga. Yeah. Um. So he saves her and replaces her because she's like tight, like hogtied and blindfolded, uh-huh. and he replaces her with the witch. But instead of her like being tied up with rope. She's tied up with the small intestine of the druid yeah. who's hanging on top of him. You oh, know. Was that that uh, shot where you could see his intestines like coming yes. out of his stomach? Yeah. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. My eyes were up there just like, ah. And I think uh yeah, I didn't get a close enough look. <laughs> but I think he also castrated the the druid. Oh. It looked like it. Like yeah, it was like it flat like down. Something there. was missing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <sighs> a lot of messy crotches. Oh, a yeah. lot of messy. You, know, you see, mm. I think that's how uh, Olga gets out of uh, a sexual encounter is by pretending that she's on a period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Situation. <sighs> so that's kind of a prank. That's that's kind of a that's one for Olga. Yeah, man. I was counting the pranks too. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was counting. I think mm. Olga in the end. Maybe the most, but um, yeah. so uh, so yeah, all of this is happening, and um, uh, 
all of it, so he's doing all these uh, these chores. I mean, there's a really funny part where <laughs> I don't know if it's intentional or not. Where uh, there's these two guys who have to deliver like rugs. Oh yeah, yeah, that ha- like tell a story or like their quilts. And he kind of knocks the guy off and like tells him like uh, tells him to it? get lost. I think. Yeah, or take a break or something. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what he does. And then he, that allows him entrance into the house. And then he sees his mother and kind of has an emotional reaction to that. And um, yeah, so he's doing these various chores because um, I don't think they really defined what his job would be, yeah. unlike other people. Um, they just figure, well, he's just well, tall. Yeah, he ends up getting guy. promoted, right? He gets promoted. Uh, um not well no this is the part i'm gonna get to which leads to the promotion which is they play this game oh yeah very ancient game one of my favorite scenes from the movie uh it's a mix between like (laughs) t-ball quidditch maybe maybe a little quidditch uh paddle ball baseball uh, field hockey (laughs) baseball rounders rugby yeah, but the the objective is basically to score a goal. And the way you score a goal is that there's this, like, uh, I guess, leather ball uh, that's tossed in the air. You have to fight for it. You're, you're armed with a, a club. A, a wooden club. Yeah, or a paddle, a very thin paddle. Um, and you have to, like, basically throw the ball at the post the, of the opposing team. But it's very violent. Like, yeah. you know, getting possession of that ball is really rough. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, you're vulnerable. Like they, people beat down on you. Yeah. You you trip over your own like teammates. Yeah, know? there's no armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's no padding. Sad. Yeah, it's like it's like going into a mosh pit, but everyone else has has a bat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're not friendly. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. They're out to hurt you. Yeah, it's a and yeah, it's, um, a, it's a crowd. And, kill I mean, situation. yeah, what led to that was even just Amleth being asked, like, "Slave, do you fight?" <laughs> yeah. And um. And the the younger kid seems to be really invested in it, and he's rooting for the slave team. Or they're both slaves, right? They're, are they both slave I, teams? I think everyone. There's like a farmer team. Yeah, like some uh, other village's team or some shit. Yeah, it's like it was yeah. like a definitely some kind of. Okay, so that it makes did, sense. It why did th- seem like there was a group that was like more athletic or like more like like the angrier group. They and, well, they were just wearing black. And then he was on the yeah. and he was on like the nice farmer team. Yeah, yeah, that was the young, the, young, <laughs> yeah. the younger son of um, Nicole Kidman and Class Bang, um, his uncle and uh, his mother. That's his half brother, I guess. Yeah. And that younger son was rooting for for Amla's team. You know, he was like so invested in. Yeah, it. <laughs> he was so invested. He ran out there. Yeah, exactly. So pivotal point. So I I think that's also the other objective of the game. It's not just to score the goals. Mm-hmm. But it's also to like be the last person standing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like low key. That's the real, real yeah. goal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because if you're the last person standing, nobody's stopping you from scoring that goal and throwing the ball at that post. Um, so it le- leads to basically Amleth being the last one standing on his team, and then on the black team, it's this kind of. Neanderthal, like much bigger than him, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, Hagrid. wasn't he the guy who played the mountain? Oh, that's the guy. Yeah, that's oh, the same shit. guy. Oh man, yeah. I didn't know that. Oh wow, he he was the, yeah, that guy was huge. <laughs> he was fucking big. Yeah, man. Um, and you know, uh, Skarsgård is already pretty big. He's yeah, like, yeah, he's like six five, like six four and a half. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. It probably um, was him. Yeah, man. So, um. 
so yeah, they uh they basically like are the last ones fighting for the ball, and then when um, oh my god, yeah, you're right. This guy's like seven feet tall. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he um, uh, the kid interferes because I guess uh, Amleth gets knocked down and the the ball is loose, so the the younger son goes after it. And he's he's getting so close to the goal, but like this is it. Like the this guy is so Neanderthal, the seven foot tall guy from <laughs> the black team, that he doesn't even realize that he this guy this young kid is out of yeah. play. Like he should be off off uh, limits, you know. Yeah. And he attacks the kid as he's about to score the goal, and then he's about to bash the kid's head by playing golf yeah. <laughs> on it. But then yeah, Amlet steps in. And he basically kills uh, the mountain. Yeah, <laughs> with headbutts. Yeah, just like you, you can sense the escalating. Even though you you see part of his head being bashed in, but not to the point where you see it completely destroyed. But you know that 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 guy's not coming back yeah. because he's like headbutting him, headbutting him, and then it's like, Doosh, and then there's a special splash of blood, a squib or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> explodes and you know that guy's gone <laughs> uh but yeah that's what gets him the recognition and they promote him they're like you know because they he saved the sun and then there's the whole joking thing when the sun comes to is like did we win yeah yeah and they laugh and then they're like yeah we're gonna make you um put people under your command uh and it, it's the cowardly son that that tells him oh and this is when they're having the the festival, the slave kind of frolic. Yo, the party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, is that a slave party, dude? Yeah. yeah. Which uh, evolves into an orgy <laughs> where yeah. everybody starts taking their there clothes was, There off. was a lot of grabbing. I, I think I think there was a little bit of running through the forest. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, is, it me, is it only me that's like thinking the whole time like, man, these people must smell so bad. <laughs> is it just me well i think like this so, stinks someone, someone mentions that they think all myths smelled bad yeah Amleth. yeah but like, um but yeah yeah you smell. No, i'm wrapped in it i'm there i'm stinky with it them. smells yeah. in yeah. there dude I'm in. just this raw rank yeah 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 everybody's covered in mud even uh, you, i think you mentioned this jared that e- even despite them trying to grubby up uh anya, anya. taylor there's just yeah, no way she, it's impossible <laughs> yeah they really tried to make her dirty, but she's just always stunning. Glowing. Like, just like, yeah. wow, you're so pretty. <laughs> There's just no way you can do it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, they, and this is when they consummate, finally. Like, I guess, um, yeah, so Skarsgård, uh, Amleth gets that promotion, and he's like, okay, I can chill for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. They go, he's allowed to pick a, he's, he's like, you can pick a girl tonight. He's allowed to pick a girl, and then you see them out in the forest. Yep, that's right. And then they're they're banging. Yeah, and that's when they find <laughs> one of those shrooms after they're hanging out, right. post bang hangout. Yeah, yeah. What's in there? Chilling naked, and that's when I said, "Wow, she has more curves than I thought she would." I thought she was pretty bony just from seeing right. her on Netflix stuff. Mm-hmm. Great yeah. curves, beautiful lady. Female that's body, female body, smooth mm-hmm. skin. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> but she what, opens what, her hand, and what was in there? Mushroom. A crate, a classic looking mushroom. Imagine Toad from Super Mario. Mm -hmm. You know, have the has a cylinder in the center and the great half, like the bell shape right on top. 
the red, yeah, the top. White red top, maybe white dots, yep. classic mushroom. And then that's when they start coming up with this plan. Right. And so is this meant to be kind of in, in sort of a vision slash like hallucination? Maybe. Like that, that next sequence. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember now the sequence yep. of events here. Yeah, I mean, but that's it, when they plot the the mushroom plant. Yeah, mm. remind me what that is again. Where she drugged their foods, like she put that oh, shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, so that's the order. Yeah. yeah, so that's when when people start getting crazy. Like some of the henchmen, like the the one memorable one is the guy who stabs himself in the neck. That I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a guy yeah. on the ground just stabbing himself. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is, this is maybe the highest stabbing per capita movie I've seen in quite some time. Mm. I'm, I'm trying to oh, remember yeah. when I've seen no Scream. The ghost face in Scream actually was, was was a real stabby kind of dude, but I don't know. I feel like this this one had more stabs. Um, yeah, because even the young half brother got a lot of stabs on the back. Yeah, when 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 he, when he tried to, to after that weird you know Ooh. mom scene. Yeah, yeah. Cool. that's coming out. That's coming. Yeah. Um. um a lot of stabs in that. A lot of good stabs, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then when I think when Amleth was young, he stabbed that guy across the nose. Oh, who, yeah. Is, who gets it twice in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> another... Uh, I, I was thinking of uh, Ray Fiennes' connection because, you know, him, that the henchman without the nose, right? You know, they obviously or, like Voldemort. digitally erased it. Yeah. So, yeah, Voldemort, <laughs> same thing. Oh. Like, they, they, they said when he's, you know, because... What his makeup in uh, Harry Potter was basically like he was wearing like an orange like cap on his nose, okay. and then that's how they digitally erased it. Um, so he like looked like a clown, and he looks so stupid yeah, while they're <laughs> filming. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's really that's good hard. acting. That's really good yeah. acting. Mm-hmm. So I, I I believe they did the similar effect uh, for um for this. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of scenes taking place at night, and this was one of the things I was wondering. This time around, so I looked it up uh, because I think one of digital cinematography's like weaknesses is actually shooting at night in a weird way. Like you know, it it lets in more light, but there's this weird effect that you see, like movement changes at night. You know, on digital, like you know how they they're able to emulate how it looks like on film um, during the daytime, but at nighttime for some reason, like the frame rates change and it yeah. looks more kind of you like, know real like, realistic motion yeah um, like like does it have more of like that motion tracking kind of look uh a, a little bit yeah especially when you're seeing action scenes but i didn't see it in this movie oh. and so i looked it up and this movie was actually shot on film wow yeah yeah they shot it on 35 millimeter wow. right? so yeah this was like a dream project for Robert Eggers like i i it was a huge budget wow. and you know jerry you mentioned playing a uh, Valhalla, the Assassin's Creed game, he actually leveraged that to get funding for his movie. He's like, oh, you know, Vikings are really in right now. You know, there's a <laughs> video game. Uh, there's the show Vikings. Yeah, you know, man. There's a big demand for Vikings. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. he yeah, he convinces his studio, Regency, to, like, fund the movie. <laughs> and it didn't make any money. <laughs> like, it, yeah. I, I don't think it, it even no. broke even. Yeah, um, damn. Uh, and but also you know the, where they dumped it to like it should have been like a summer tentpole movie I feel Holy. like it would, probably might have done better. Um, it's such yeah. a big swing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like I I didn't hear much about it. Yeah, yeah, I I wasn't like like you know Carlos saw it without me, and usually we'll see movies together, but sometimes we'll be like, oh, I want to see it too. Yeah. I mm-hmm. didn't really have that feeling. Don't blame Eggers, blame the marketing team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he got to make the movie he wanted. Yeah, to make. you know that that's that's what this film feels like, mm-hmm. and I mean. You know, uh, another thing I like about Eggers, uh, like each movie I think keeps getting better because this is his third film. His first film was with Anya Taylor-Joy, The Vivich. That's what I call it because it's the two Vs. Yeah. Um, uh, that was all right, you know. But she I, was in that? Wow. Yeah, she. that, that was the first time I ever saw her was wow. in The Witch. Okay. And she's nude in that too. <laughs> so, yeah, I... I Nothing surprised there. me with this movie, <laughs> but it was shot from afar in in the video. Yeah, this so one you get sure. real good butt shots from of her <laughs> yeah. in this one. Yeah, so I wasn't sure if it was actually yeah. her, but I think this movie confirms it. Um, but yeah, the, so his second movie was The Lighthouse, uh, which I also kind of vaguely remember enjoying, but I, I, I it's another one I need to revisit. You got to do a rewatch. Well, I've yeah, never seen absolutely. it. Yeah, yeah. Let, let let's watch it. Um, yeah. uh, but the thing with it would um with Eggers is that all his films never take place in present day. And the reasoning that he gave for that is that uh, I think he just in, he's so meticulous with like the research process Mm -hmm. that he likes having that material to like base on where, you know, you wouldn't be able to get in present day because, you know, things are still currently happening, but like that historical perspective and, you know, like having a wealth of material, the further back you go in time, like that's, what he enjoys, you know. So, Lighthouse is probably closer to modern day. Actually, we're not even sure when the Lighthouse takes place. It's like in a weird, like maybe in the nineteen forties, because it's so isolated. It's mainly just set in the the lighthouse, and you don't get a sense of the outside world. Yeah, and you know, it being shot in black and white also adds to that. Um, but yeah, so so. Uh, yeah, Robert Eggers was able to make his his passion project with this, and I'm glad he got that shot because you know you never know when you 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 will get that shot again. And I mean, you know, there's another movie I saw recently, which I'll highlight on a later episode, uh, which was also like a passion project, and the director was given you know like carte blanche to do what he wanted. Wow. Yeah, and I think it, it's it's probably going to show up in my top ten. Ooh. Yeah, so just teasing Another it for teaser. that episode. Another <laughs> teaser, baby. Yeah. This movie definitely feels like someone who like really had a clear vision and cared. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's like it's consistent the whole way through. Too, I would say it's like it starts off a solid mix of dreams with, you know. Um, visuals that you're used to seeing like, like you're kind of used to seeing this kind of Game of Thrones old style sure. medieval sure. thing but then they mix in something new that they you know they give you something artistic they give you the visions and they give you uh, the sound design like the yeah. way the voices mm. would kind of echo around oh yeah and you were trying to was, was Ethan Hawke's voice was it actually like that or was this like a, through some like yeah loosen the gin that you're hearing it like like one of the shaman yeah. dude's voice was so low and rumbly yeah. it was such a badass like sound mm-hmm. and like it makes you think like how do we know the they sounded like who created that sound like how do we know they sounded like that yeah. 
and i think that really took me like it was just like yeah and even the 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 music you oh, know man. the score it's like this yeah. kind of sound <laughs> you know that that really just brings you right in you know when we see the volcano and then the voiceover oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah so the significance of the volcano they keep showing that mm. and that's because that's where they end up fighting the gates of hell. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The gates of hell. I, I I like that idea of like gates of heaven, gates of hell. Like that's yeah. <laughs> one of the things in Norse like uh, culture yeah. that I like. And yeah, where is this volcano in Iceland? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah. like at, it's like so conveniently active. And, <laughs> like is man. the village, yeah, uh, like yeah. Fjellner's village close to this? Uh, yeah, volcano? and like all right, let's just walk barefoot on these rocks no yeah. problemo yeah. yeah i mean you know we are jumping ahead a little bit but uh, i will just say like leading up to that i i found it so like funny in retrospect that they agree to meet there and it's like you yeah. know how do you, you it's like i'll see you at the gates of hell but it's like how do you coordinate the time like did did they both understand that you're supposed to meet at night? Right. So How long do you wait yeah. there? Or like, hey, make sure you go later because I still have to bury my wife, my wife and son. Give me like an uh, hour. Yeah. Did they discuss <laughs> that? Like, yeah. right. Hmm. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sure Robert Eggers, yeah, did the research uh, with all that. He, I, I have to mention too that he collaborated with the writer Sean. Only one one name, Sean S J. And then O with the accent, and then on uh, N, so Sean. Um, okay. Uh, and so they collaborated together, and uh, Sean, you know, um, he's he's worked on a couple of movies previously, not that many. Um, he, I think he he had a hand in writing uh, Lars von Trier's um, Dancer in the Dark, and then uh, another movie we actually saw Jr. that he he wrote was um, Lamb. You know that weird, oh, yeah. also Scandinavian. Really, yeah, another weird Scandinavian horror. type horror ish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you might dig it, Steve. Did yeah, it's an eight <laughs> horror movie. Was uh, it like on par with like Midsummer? I think Midsummer definitely like affected me more for sure <laughs> yeah. than than Lamb did. Lamb does give you the creeps, but Midsummer is like, dude, I'm not watching this again. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is like. <laughs> it really crawls under your skin. That I don't want to go back. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going back. Yeah, yeah. and then Carlo went back for like the extended cut or something. And I was yeah, like, there was yeah. a director's cut. Yeah, released. Um, I was like, I'm uh, good. Like shortly yeah. after, yeah, which was even longer because it's already like an almost three hour movie. So yeah. I think the director's cut put it over three hours. So, <laughs> this, well, I mean, this is one thing I appreciated. Northman was not three hours. It was a good no. two hour movie. Yeah, yeah, solid two hour movie. Yeah. Yeah, the pacing I think uh, was just right. You know, I mean, when it it slows down, because I, you know, you're really so amped after that first battle mm-hmm. scene, and you kind of just want to get into the revenge right away. But he takes his time. He really milks with it. it. Yeah, but you you're you're with it. You know. Yeah, because like, um, at least he gets to the destination really fast, mm-hmm. in the movie, which I like. Which yeah. is yeah. like, and you're not waiting to see the uncle like in the last ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, mm. he has the sword and he's in the town. Yeah, probably an hour. Yeah, and I also I was also <laughs> thinking too like. I would have a hard time hiding that sword for that long. <laughs> like it's a big sword. <laughs> yeah. That thing is gonna oh. slide down that roof. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, I. 
it's kind of implied that the sword has certain like magical true, qualities. True. Um, uh, I, I it made me think of actually Odysseus's bow, because um, mm. again we're kind of jumping around in chronology, uh, chronology a bit. But you know, um, when like basically one of the henchmen gets his hand on the sword, like he can't pull it out of the sheath, mm. like it's stuck. It's kind of like an Excalibur type deal where only the the Chosen. rightful owner can pull it out of the sheath and use it you know um so yeah the that sword is incredible it has runes on it do you guys remember what it said like well because um it no. said in the voiceover oh, uh, it, it was like un the undead <laughs> or like maybe un undying that sounds better <laughs> it was something it was it was a it was like the negative version of something negative i remember okay so it's like um the night blade that was the name of the sword oh. yeah that that's what i'm, oh, I'm looking yeah. at now this I'll is time.com are you watching right. steve corrections and retractions yeah it's called the night blade corrections oh, and man. retractions yeah and like i was watching that scene and i was like dude i i want them to do that in video games where they really dramatize you getting a new weapon i want it to be just like how eggers filmed that scene when <laughs> yeah. when they were advertising that sword, I was like, "This is badass, dude!" Yeah, it's like forged, and then you, it already has. It's like wiped down, and then you see mm-hmm. the the runes on it. Yeah, yeah, you remember that shit. Um. So so yeah, the next uh, act of revenge that he does, he kills the older cowardly son, but it happens so quickly. Um. Yeah, I, I remember I was confused. Yeah, because it kind of, it happened so fast. I thought he just quickly killed the uncle. Yeah, I I, I think that was intentional. I mentioned that because mm-hmm. you see kind of a bearded goatee man with longer long hair. I mean, he obviously is his his uh, father's son. Um, but yeah, when when you see the freak out uh, when it happens, like uh, um, you realize it's the son. They bring out the body and. Um, yeah, th- this was another interesting part for me of like, um, you know, uh, Fjolnir kind of losing it. He's crying. He's trying to figure out who did it and like, where is his son's heart? And then um, Nicole Kidman is like telling him like, you have to be a man, you know, like keep it together. Like you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of, you know, your subordinates, you know, and I thought that was a really fascinating dynamic. And then, oh, the night before that, though, uh, yeah, he, uh uh, Amleth, you know, kind of reveals himself to be the son of Nicole Kidman. And this is like the huge revelation in the movie and the whole stamping of the slaves becomes a huge thing. So my uh, jaw dropped. Is- yeah. yeah. Mine so, uh, so Nicole Kidman reveals that she, she wanted um, his father to be killed. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Ethan Hawke. Um, that he hate, uh, she hated him <laughs> with a passion, and that she was actually a slave. She reveals that she's also been branded mm-hmm. on her upper left, and that you know, um, he uh, basically uh, the the king Ethan Hawke like forced himself upon her, Jeez. you know, and he was the res- uh, Amleth was the result of that. So it was like unwanted. He's a bastard, you know. Uh, a product of um yeah of fo- yeah, yeah. Of sexual rape. assault <laughs> yes exactly so um 
yeah she was like i i kissed uh his hand of <laughs> a fjolner's hand and and she's I'm, enacting it with amleth and this is the whole like kind of oedipus like freudian yeah. thing where the mom is being sexual <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he's confused yeah i think i think she kisses him. she kisses him she kisses him full-on like french <sighs> kiss yeah and then <laughs> i think in that right after that is when he goes in and kills the son yeah very quickly oh, right. and then so the payoff of that is basically that now that nicole kidman knows who he is she points to him and says that it's it's Amleth, and he shows up like on the the, the hill. mountainside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "I have your son's heart." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like holding like a okay. uh, a pouch, you know. Yeah. Um, and so what what happens? How do they bring him down? They actually, yeah, they beat him up. Like he actually, like, there's a couple he guys that actually. Him? He legit just gets. I think he just gets mauled I by a few he gets dudes. Warmed, yeah. yeah, and um. And then, you know, the uncle, gra- what's his name? Fjolner? Yeah, Fjolner. He grabs him, and then f- he finds out that that heart was just a fucking, like, goat's heart. It wasn't actually <laughs> the heart. And, yeah, and, and that's, he can't that's kill why. Amleth. Yeah. Yeah, he can't kill Amleth because he needs his son's heart. Yeah, because right. so. it's whatever Scandinavian tradition, he wants the heart back. Right. You need. It's a yeah. very important part of the body and then you next you see i think amleth hanging he's hanging they've like really beaten the shit out they've they've he's yeah. bloody as fuck and that was yeah. when you see the dude that carlo mentioned earlier where he couldn't take the sword out of the sheath and he just yeah. kind of throws it away conveniently for uh amleth. <laughs> for yeah, amleth yeah to just, just to grab it yeah so convenient and then that's yeah. when it's like the um ravens come in and yeah and, and i think the ravens are like a symbol of his father's spirit is that is that what's going on there? Like, yeah, or like hit their ancestry or something. There's some connection mm-hmm. with They're ravens. To the ravens. Yeah, and they fucking let them go. And I was thinking about how they filmed that that shot because if I were hanging and then they dropped me out of just a hanging state, but you still have to make your knees a little loose where you just kind of fall. I think yeah. I would hurt myself. I don't know. I, I was pretty impressed by him falling like that. I don't know. Like I would definitely maybe tweak an ankle or something on my way down. He was, I don't know. I don't know. Skills. Yeah. 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 So he's, he's set free. And I think this is one, this was actually featured in the trailer, but it's also one of my favorite dream images in, in the film. Cause it's like, he, he's pretty close to death. You know, they've been beating him up for days. His right eye is closed mm-hmm. and swollen. Um, and he's 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 on the back of a horse and initially we see that it's like a valkyrie yeah yeah riding to valhalla yeah. and it's this pale woman mm-hmm. with braces yeah <laughs> like that was really one like a weird kind of thing like uh, does she have a retainer or something in her teeth like some metal mm-hmm. in her teeth like it really stood out this time around me watching it and they're riding towards like this light yeah. like an open like doorway in the sky but then when he comes to he realizes that it's anya taylor joy who basically olga saved him yes and um and she's she even like says something like throw away like i'm not a valkyrie (laughs) yeah 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 don't worry i didn't carry you that far yeah Yeah, like she jokes around like that Uh, and then at this point he he's like yeah you know what i'm good maybe i don't need the revenge bro well, well, yeah, he 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 also got I think like calmed down by 
like the the ice bath what is, what is that like the hot spring whatever bath. that yeah that nice yeah. japanese were they in osaka yeah. in that scene yeah they were in osaka <laughs> yeah and then yeah, yeah they hot. they bang in the water too so that you know she's like i'm not done with you yet yeah yeah <laughs> like, that's part of his healing process you know yeah. it's like the yeah Endorphins, like you're saying yeah. steve the hero's journey like you know sure. you gotta bang the girl as part of your recovery yeah yeah <laughs> um but yeah, this was a surprising thing for me my first time going around, like watching it. Like I was like, he kind of just says, okay, fuck it. Like, I'm going to forget about my revenge. You know, he has this line. It's very a tender moment between the two of them where he's like, um, you know, my my fate has led me to this revenge, but I never expected that it would lead me to you, you know? And she basically convinces him that's, because... That's that hurt. Um, that, I felt that in my heart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, life happens when you're making plans, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Um and so they they I how do they know that there's like a boat that's going to be doing a pickup? Do you do you guys No, know? they don't ever explain that. They just Okay. There's some guy he <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. same talking guy from earlier. But they they clearly lied to him about something to get on that boat cuz they were she was just mm. yeah yeah they were they were basically um acting as if they're part of Fjolnir's like group yeah like he and, ha- he already went ahead or something like that yeah, yeah yeah they said he took his own ship yeah you know um so i that's the best they could do with that that's okay yeah it's all right but they were on their way out yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's when carlo we you know he makes the decision right oh well first he's confronted by a vision that olga gives him uh, that's right is, yeah we which, see the family tree again yes like such oh, a memorable a because shot. from an from a very early scene we find out like through whatever this bloodline is through blood and touching blood or kissing a wound you get a vision mm. and the vision of this family tree i guess is what i interpret yeah. it as and, mm-hmm. and it keeps going higher and higher and he has that vision and like earlier, we see him at the top of the vision, at the top of this weird yeah. blood tree thing. But then this one keeps going up, right? And there's two people at the top, right? I guess you know. Yeah, and so it's revealed that uh, she she's pregnant with mm-hmm. his ch- with his children because it's twins, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess and the older it, one is the daughter. Yes, mm-hmm. and so it's this joyous realization of like, wow, I I my legacy will continue. I think he even uses the word dynasty. Like he says, dynasty. No. dynasty. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you will ensure the continuation of my dynasty. Um, uh, but then he realizes the flip side of it, that the children will never be safe as long as, you know, Filner knows that they exist and that they're his offspring, you know, because uh, Filner is going to want revenge. You yeah. killed my, my children. I want to kill, I'll kill you too. Yeah. You know, so that leads him to go back to the village. He jumps off the boat and then like he even like uh I think he gives his uh his pendant right from his father to yeah, the, the to main it. boatman to like hold her back and make sure that she's yeah. safe. Yeah. And then he jumps off and he and once he again he swims a long ass way. <laughs> Hell yeah. They're Hell really yeah. far from the shore. <laughs> oh man. And then he comes back and then this is the 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 finale of right. his uh, his revenge. here we are we yeah. made it yeah and like a lot of shit happens before the final fight mm. um the altercation with his mother and 
the young son. Oh, and yeah. the nose guy. And yes, right before that. Oh, yeah, that, the best kill. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You guys want to describe what happens to the nose guy? So nose guy doesn't have a nose for most of the movie. <laughs> he gets <it> sliced <laughs> off real quick, dude, but he survives that. And then um, he's pinned up against a, you know, a house by, um, what's his name, Alfred? Amlet. Amleth. <laughs> Alfred in modern times. Yeah. 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 Amleth, you know, uh, he puts the night blade <laughs> to yeah. his nose cavity oh. and slowly pushes Oof. the blade right front and center, right through the nose hole. And right through the head is yeah. so satisfying. Oh, the foley is it's so nice. Yeah, he yeah. just yeah, and you 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 get the exact moment where his soul leaves his body. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah. you really you really see it. him die. Like, yeah, <laughs> whew. yeah, and yeah, that that's before Man. the tent scene that he finally goes back to the tent to try to find Fjolnir. and then what happens? See. Oh, he's, he's he's looking around. He's looking around. And is this when the ninja attack? The wife. <laughs> she had like a katana or something. Surprise, bitch! Yeah, yeah. yeah. She slashed him a few times. She slashed him, slash, slash, yeah. slash, and then. Um, In the altercation, does he, just, he dispatches of her in this altercation, right? He has no choice but to. Yeah. Right. Does he cut her down? Just like, like heart? No, he. Yeah, he stabs her like straight through. Straight the through the heart. Oh, okay, there you go. Straight yeah, through the heart. He, you get the sense that uh, I, I'm looking up her name now. It's Queen Gudrun. <laughs> That's Nicole Kidman's character. You you get a sense that she wanted to die. You know, like that uh, she was she was trying to put up like basically a bit of a fight, but not really. Like you know, she want that and was then, like. Does she kind of say thank you or or something mm, like, like? She kind of acknowledges, hey. I kind of like what you're doing. Yeah, it, she was yeah, happy she it, did it right. He did it right through her heart yeah. for some mm. reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then after that, another ninja pops out. <laughs> the younger son. The younger redheaded son. That's right. Okay. And yeah. he does like I would say 15 stabs. A lot of stabs. <laughs> yeah, on his back. <laughs> yeah, oh on his God. back. He's actually the reason why he had most of his damage before the end of the final, the final fight. Right. Yeah. It it weakened him. It for sure. really did. Yeah. So yeah. it's like here. It seems like between this part and then the final fight, there's a there's a nice long chunk. Like you don't quite get right to the final fight, right? No. Uh, well, well yeah. no. Well, it's cool. So he in that little fucking stabby kid, he has to kill him too, right? Mm. So he slashes him off. He basically slashes yeah. the fuck out of that. Yeah, kid. it's one strike. Yeah, and the kid's dead. Kid is dead. Yeah, like and Voltron. And then that's when, yeah, just like Voltron. I think maybe an inspiration. We don't know. Work <laughs> <laughs> um, That's when Fjolnir finally walks in and is like, oh, okay. okay so it's like this, huh? You've killed everyone. <laughs> okay, here we go. So let's do this, dude. Um, but I think because of all those stabs, he has to like recoup. Right. Well, out of respect, remember he sheathes his sword and is like, let me just take care of my dead family real quick mm. and he's like but i'll meet you fielner does yeah. fielner says that and then what does he mm. say carlo i'll meet you at the gates of hell at the gates of hell no and it's specific like, time <laughs> just right right they just uh, you you know when i'll be there yeah, yeah. when it's dark <laughs> yeah when it's dark like when it's like the worst visibility that's when i'll be there <laughs> when the, the ash is like basically landing on our <laughs> face yeah and don't wear anything 
It's yeah, hot. Exactly. Yeah, don't wear anything when you're up yeah, there, yeah. dude. Yeah, strip yeah. down to uh, your your skivvies. Yeah. And <laughs> that fight, though. So we get to this fight, which is at the base of this volcano, the gates of hell. It's such a dope visual treat that he filmed the last fight scene here. And this is what I feel like maybe... Which fight was that? The prequel fight with Obi-Wan Kenobi and... Oh, uh, I w- yeah, I was thinking about that too. Yeah. In Revenge of the Sith. Re- Re- Sith. Re- Revenge of the Sith. If yeah. they were to film a dope lava scene fight, that was the fight in the Northland. Yeah. But, I, but I thought about, you know, Revenge of the Sith. I was like, that fight kind of sucks, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it's over, Anakin. I have the higher ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and maybe carlo maybe you're right i i i i didn't notice but did they still do the panning of left to right while they were fighting on the volcano because man the, just seeing their silhouettes fighting like that was so badass to me. yeah yeah i mean i don't think it was it was as like pronounced as the other fights because mm-hmm. you had at least like in the background the houses as your kind of reference point but sure. because it's just like you know ashes floating everywhere and then you got like lava flowing like you don't get that sense as much of the movement mm-hmm. but yeah it, it felt like it, w- it was done in a long take up until like the first like kind of um critical like hit slash yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and I, I don't know guys how you felt about it but when i first saw it i i actually thought it was gonna go there i was like holy shit like fjolner is gonna kill amleth because mm-hmm. he basically slashes him on the left um and that disables his left arm so he's fighting one-handed yeah. with his right arm and then he slashes him on the, on the right, right arm. arm yeah so he has no hands <laughs> he's just like at uh Fjolner's mercy and at that moment i thought oh shit this movie's gonna go there like it's gonna be so fucking bleak now would you like, um would you have liked it more if he went there oh yeah yeah you like that dicey yeah. stuff, dude. I like. Yeah, yeah. I, like I know you endings. like that. Like, I mean, yeah. I, you like the you, know, br- you like the brave endings. Yeah, and also because um, I don't know, we just don't get that often enough. I mean, uh, like, this is one of my issues with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's not just because you know it it fictionalized, you know what actually happened and changed it. It, it it's even just from like if it was a purely fictional story if it wasn't based on the Manson murders and it still ended that way it just like feels like um yeah it's it's wish fulfillment of like having the happy ending and i i still would have wanted the Manson murders to happen not that i wanted it to happen in real life right. but <laughs> but uh in the movie like you know that's like I, and that's where I thought it was heading, you know, because I was totally like blindsided by, by the ending. I really thought, oh man, like you know, Brad Pitt and uh, Leo are doomed. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they're gonna be part of the Manson murders. Yeah. Like they were the neighbors that also got killed. Um, but yeah, I I love bleak endings. You know, like Chinatown, yep. famously has a bleak Chinatown, ending. Um, War Dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I well, ironically, that's also <laughs> directed by Tarantino. Yeah, but that yeah that that probably has his bleakest ending mm-hmm. of all his movies. I feel, um, but yeah, yeah, that. So I love you that. you I, for momentarily you thought he was gonna go there. Yeah, I don't think I felt that. I think I knew. Yeah. I I knew. I was like, oh, he's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but but I I did kind of expect him not to walk out of the fight. 
Mm. Right. Right. It's pretty implied that he's not getting up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> over. it's implied that the, 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 you know, Anya Taylor Joy was just like, don't worry, your kids are fine. I mean, isn't there a cut to her on the boat and she's like crying? I think like do we see like a shot of her so she knows that it, he he didn't make it? No, she cries immediately after he jumps off the boat to swim. Okay, but we don't see her again. Oh, okay. Yeah, we only see like a uh, dream image of her with the two kids, with, with the, the kids. babies. Oh, yeah. Oh god. And then she goes, yeah, yeah. Okay. "They're fine." Okay. <laughs> yeah, like some yeah, shit like I, that. At first, I was like, "Wait, are they dead?" And he's joining them in the afterlife. I think she used her magic yeah, powers. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you see that one of them has a crown and a sword, so okay. that's his successor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah because basically everything that Bjork said earlier in the movie, it all comes true. Like she's everything, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything that she said, and I remember, and as I was listening to Bjork do her thing, I was like, "Yeah, are they really gonna do all this shit? Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot, Bjork. Yeah. You're telling me a lot right I'm now. Happy that you, <laughs> that you took notes because I I remember." During the Bjork scenes, getting kind of like <laughs> lost scene. in like, mm-hmm. wow. I, I took like, it in somehow. Like, this is like, it sounds crazy. It looks amazing. But I'm not yeah. actually getting what she's saying because I'm so mm. wrapped up in like the experience. Yeah, like she said all this stuff about us. Like, you're going to fight, face your final fight near this like sea. I guess maybe a lava sea maybe. And like, you'll have a maiden king. I'm like, calm down, Bjork. <laughs> That's a lot to say. Yeah. So, yeah, we haven't even really, like, gotten to the details of how this fight ends. So, after he his arms mm. are, like, weakened, he suddenly, like, what inspires him? Like, he kind of regains the strength again, and it's kind of like that adrenaline rush where it's, yeah. like, you gain the strength of 10 men as you know you're dying. Yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it strangely echoes, like, you can tell he's his father's son because that's also how I feel like Ethan Hawke was when, like, all the arrows come at him just before he's murdered, he's still, like, fending off all these uh, masked horsemen who are trying to kill him. So he 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 gets that strength, and then it's it's a double strike, basically, where the, the thing we see, our eyes are drawn to is he beheads um, Filner. I love how yeah. that beheading kind of happened so, like, like in the moment fighting mm. where because usually when you have a moment like that they you know the director really sets it up for like all right i'm gonna yeah. cut your head off now motherfucker this one is yeah, like there's the, that hesitation of like, yeah Aah. they say something whatever and but this yeah. one is like they're mid fight swinging and it was like a natural yeah. sword swing that cuts his head off yeah. so cleanly mm-hmm. i thought that was really cool and yeah as the body falls and lets go of the sword you realize the sword doesn't move because it's actually stabbed through um amleth's heart oh i didn't notice that that's tight oh yeah oh, because yeah, your your eye goes to the beheading yeah yeah but that's when you know that he's he's not coming back he that he, makes sense he falls over oh, and the sword's shit. still in yeah. his chest you know and um yeah and i mean you know what's pretty definitive that you know he doesn't make it is because you see the vision again of the valkyrie yeah, riding to valhalla that <laughs> shot is incredible yeah, yeah. that shot the, the last of yeah man yeah. yeah i was amazed by that yeah i i like how he just like made like, like he wasn't shy to be like dude this is fucking norse mythology bro yeah here you go 
I'm putting it all in there. And you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Feel free to screen grab this later and make this your computer back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Take a pic in the theater. Yeah. Make it my beautiful. ringtone, dude. It's yeah. beautiful as shit. Yeah. Wait, so there's one person that he beheads that he puts the guy's head in his ass. In his ass. Yeah. Who is that? Uh, was, was that a key? Oh, it was the it was the demon. It was the demon zombie guy. The, yeah, the statue. The statue, oh. dude. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets the sword, tops his head off, puts his head in his own ass. Yeah, I'm like I've never seen that, man. So I, I mean, I think, I think we, we made it through the movie. And I don't know. Yep. Any any closing thoughts on the Northman? Well, I, I, I guess I should ask you guys. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, it's something that we ask in every episode, but okay. uh, we haven't settled on it, oh, yeah. Steve. Of like, oh, yeah. is it well, okay? Well, let's get in that because I like. Is this a keeper? Yeah, it's a little more clear of what mm-hmm. we're asking for. Whereas, like, we haven't come up with that food-related name of like, would you come back for seconds? Because like, yeah, or like, or would you order this again? Because I think ultimately, a lot of movies you wouldn't mind seeing again, even if they're not a keeper. Mm. So I think. With the intention of, I think what you're wanting is, yeah, is this a keeper? Is this going to go into potentially like your like basket of, if you had a basket right. of movies that you carried around to like, should like recommend, like, would this be in there? As like, oh, you got to see the North Man. Yeah. All right. So let's ask our guest first, JR. Is this a keeper? Yeah. This oh, is a wow. keeper. I walked out of this like, wow. That was an experience, dude. Um, like everything we said, just the sound, the visuals, like the fighting, the brutality, the realism, or even like the surrealism, like just fucking crazy ass movie. Um, and it didn't try too hard. The story I thought was, you know, pretty easy to follow. It's not a crazy, complicated story, yeah. um, but you just kind of get really hooked really fast. Um, so. I say the Northman from 2022 is a keeper. That's a keeper, dude. I would, I will advertise this movie to my friends. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh man. I think, I think I have to agree. It's a, it's like, I want to hold, I want to reserve the right to, to retract that at a later point, just cause I'm not a huge fan of this, of medieval movies. I'll, I'll like, I like Braveheart, you know, that yeah. era. But in general, I don't like visiting this. It island. sucks out there. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a little sloggy. But I think this it's a keeper because of the approach. And I could watch some of those sequences yes. right now. Yeah. Like, like I'll, I, I want to see the the rope to a tree sequence and the or the the tree line, the blood line. Yeah. Or I, I want to watch again. the trippy, you know. Uh, Willem Dafoe sequence. Yeah. Again. Yeah. That was so good. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like because of that, I think uh, it's yeah, it's it's keeper baby. Yeah. Okay. And you guys would say this would be in your top ten of last year? Uh, I got I gotta think about it because I do be liking the ten I have. (laughs) Okay. But but um, so I'm gonna yeah. So we're gonna find out once we get to that episode in March. Yeah. All right. And I wouldn't know. I don't really. I have to really look at the movies but okay solid memorable 2022 movie that i watched in 2023 yeah 
Yeah, uh, for me, I would say, yeah, and this is probably going to spoil it because it was hovering outside of my 10, um, and I think it's going to stay out. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it for sure, and I, I, I'm glad I revisited it just to be sure. Yeah. And I think I, there's that value of of basically watching a movie again. I, I never get people who only watch movies once and then they're they're good, you know. Like it 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 made me want to come back to it. So I think that that's the value of the movie. And it may be something that like if I forget about most of what happened after a certain amount of time, I'll come back and revisit it. But it's not like I guess you know one of my measures of 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 a keeper is like, do I want to own this on Blu-ray? Okay. And like fire it up, you know, and yeah. when, when I'm in the mood for it, uh, I do. I do like. I'm, I'm. I also have an aversion towards medieval kind of um, uh, past things, but this one kind of transcends that. You know, like I think it, it it belongs with like a movie like Excalibur, you know, which also like transcends like the King Arthur, you know, um, genre. So. Um. So yeah, it's not in my top ten. Okay. <laughs> Just say yeah. that. Yeah, but close. It was looking. Yeah, it, it was, was on the outside looking right in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. If I had like maybe a top twenty-five, <laughs> it's not even top twenty. It's like, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. It's it's a little far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Binoculars <laughs> kind of looking in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if 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 the, if his house is the top ten, his lawn and yard is the top twenty-five. It's on like maybe the, the across the street neighbor yeah. looking in. Yeah through their blinds over the hedges got it got it right got it yeah yeah so um i would say that, pretty scary to look out over the hedges of your neighbor's yard and see the north man out there <laughs> oh yeah i'm out hunched over eyes hunched down. Over, yeah he has a man. sword <sighs> yeah muscles bulging on out his neck Just, you know saying his mantra in like a echoey voice that's all yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah terrifying well sure um but yeah i mean uh I think uh, Robert Eggers is a keeper. Like I, I definitely. Yeah. Will tune I'm excited every for movie. some Eggers, and I got to. I'm, I'm gonna watch Lighthouse soon. Yeah, I yeah. It. I want to rewatch that. Watch, we'll the watch fucking that. Lighthouse, yeah. bro. Yeah, with my Lego Lighthouse right here. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> the Lighthouse. All right. Well, this so was I, great, man. Movie yeah, food. Yeah, Thanks for oh, being thank here. For coming on. Yeah, coming man. On. Um, I guess we had, we had every show. With do the um, the housekeeping, you can follow Carlo on his letterbox Astro Fish. Okay. Follow our Twitter Movie Food Pod. Nice. Follow Carlo at Carlo Pino with two Ks. Mm. Follow our Patreon. Support support the show. We we want some well. We'll give out some goodies on there. But yeah, just you know, just help us keep the lights on at Patreon Movie Food. Uh, I think that I think that's it. Jared, do you want to get anything out there, or are you? No, I love you guys, man. Yeah, I love you guys, man. Yeah, happy New Year. I'm happy uh, New Year. I'm of the clan of uh, I can say that for about like seven to ten days until I sh- I'll stop saying. It. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of my window. I respect other people's windows of Happy New Years. You'll hear it from me for about seven to ten days. Yeah, what, what was the the, the uh, curb episode where Larry David? Yeah, yeah, what's he's the like cut off. <laughs> like, yeah, after it happens, that's it. Yeah, right? yeah. He's yeah. like, he's like, he's like, you have three days. You got it. <laughs> yeah. okay, three days. <laughs> I got a longer right. window. Okay. okay. All right, friends. Bye. All right. See you later. Later. Bye.